Hey, praise the Lord, everybody. Uh, this is the plug with Marvin Kelly, and I am back again. I am excited uh, to be back, and there has been a lot of things um, that has happened that is moving uh, forward in my life. A lot of things that's on the way um, that I am uh, gathering together, or getting together, and I'm excited for uh, what God's about to do in my life and in the lives of others that are attached to me and, and uh, that's around me. I am coming back with the family real soon. Uh, just spoke to my family and we are going to uh, come back in this third season uh, that we are in. And I have a lot of news to share and I'm excited for what God is about to do um, uh, in the near future. And I have written a couple of books, or I, I call them study guides or um, Bible study, and um, they're on Amazon right now. And one is called um, The Process of Fulfillment, and the other one is called um, the, uh, the Three Influential Powers That Will Hinder uh, Your Transformation. And I believe they are very powerful writings. And I do want to uh, just tell you that I am coming with a teaching a series on both of them that I will be doing. And at this moment, I am writing um, or um, bringing or creating a Bible study uh, that is going to be attached to them. And I'm going to have a link at the bottom uh, where you can go to uh, purchase it. And uh, pretty soon I'm going to have that Bible study as well that you can download from my website and I will have uh, that, that link as well down at the bottom and you, and you can kind of walk with me through it. Um, the lessons that we're going to be teaching until then I will be just uh, getting back on here. I have the family coming and I have other, uh, some other few things that we are uh, my team and I are going to be uh, producing in this season. And I just want to say, praise God, that God is good. Uh, he is definitely worthy to be praised. I mean, for all that he has done. Again, my heart always goes out to uh, the individuals who have uh, suffered loss in the midst of the pandemic that we experienced in this world and uh, starting uh, 2020 until now. Uh, we thank God for uh, restoration and recovery. And we thank God for the plans that he has for us um, on today. And I just want to just uh, just go into a, a small uh, word of encouragement or just a thought, because I was really thinking about something. I was reading uh, this scripture and I just wanted to share with you because there are times when um, that the Lord will promise you something in your life. And it seems as if, um, you know, it won't come up, it won't, will not come to pass because of what is being displayed at the moment in your life and what are your experience too. And sometimes it's hard to really trust in God when there are so many things, oppositions that are coming against you and obstacles that you have to climb. And it's hard to really say, okay, God, I, I really understand where you're coming from. Now, thank you for the word, because it is very encouraging in the moment. But at this time, God, it's really hard for me to see. And I think for me personally, um, there are some things that 
the Lord had spoke over my life. And I'm just kind of, you know, in that moment when he spoke it over my life, I'm just kind of just like, Lord, um, are you sure that that word is for me, that you're going to bring me to a certain place in my heart and also uh, in my life to experience that um, that joy or to experience uh, the hopefulness that I have I lost in that moment in time. And, you know, sometimes life, you know, especially with me, life can damage you. Life can really uh, damage you. And that is when seem as if God will come and say, hey, I got something for you. You, you. you remember that place that you were damaging? I'm going to speak life to it. And I'm going to bring restoration to that place uh, that you were damaging or that you were you you suffer lost and and it's like uh okay god i just got over certain things i just got over uh that place of burying my uh my loss and i really don't want you to open up that lid again and i'd rather uh be in this place of comfort or this place of accepting what is at this moment for my life but, you know, the Bible says that he knows the plans that he has for us and his thoughts are not our thoughts and his ways are so beyond our ways. And it's like, OK, God, I understand that your thoughts are not ours and your ways are so far beyond. But I'm going to need you to do something a little bit extra. I'm going to need you to touch that place uh, in my heart that you can allow that to accept the newness or the new birth that you're going to give that place once again, that place where it was dead and the place where there was desert uh, that you're going to produce or make fruitful uh, once again. And I'm like, Lord, you got to show me what, you know, uh, what I don't see. And so I'm going to get this scripture real quick. And it is in Romans chapter of four Romans chapter four. And I'm just, I was going to read just the one verse, but I actually want to go uh, through that whole thing. I saw Abraham in so many facets um, of belief or faith. And the Bible says that his faith was counted as righteousness. And if you ever, um, you know, hear about or ever need faith, say it like that. You ever need belief? I think Abraham is the guy that you want to go to to read about his story. His story, uh, because in this story, it will completely show you his struggles, the things that his family went through to believe God at His word. And I think that's what we all sometimes experience in our lives. And you know, when God speaks a thing, He speaks so far sometimes in the future. And you wonder, like, man, Lord, um, okay, is is that word really for me? And there was a lot of things that God spoke for me. And I'm like, God, is that word really for me? Um, because I experienced so, so much loss and so much damage, uh, especially in the er- area of relationships. And, um, you know, when you put so much trust in people and and you, you know, you give them a piece or part of 
who you are as an individual or part of your heart. And it seemed like as if it's um, being snatched away and then God speaks to you, say, I'm going to restore uh, that part of your life again. And it's like, all right, Lord. Um, okay. I believe you please, but help, help that part of me uh, that that's hard to get over uh, what I experienced in my life. Help that part of me, God. And I want to just read this real quick. And this one thing that God told Abraham, I want to read real, real quick. I want to read this real quick. This is what he says in Genesis chapter 12. Just go to real quick. Verse one, Genesis chapter 12, verse one. And it says, it says, now the Lord had said to Abram, get thee out the country and from thou kindred and from thy father's house unto the land. I will show thee and I will make of thee a great nation and I will bless thee and make thy name great and thou shalt be a blessing and I will bless them that bless thee and curse them that curse thee and in thee shall all families of the earth be blessed. And so Abraham believed God and began to move uh, towards the word that God spoke to him and he moved his family and his uh, his his flock and he took a lot as well as I think his nephew. He believed God, uh, but the only thing that was maybe a, a doubting issue in that is that Abraham didn't have any children, and on top of that, his wife was barren, meaning she could not produce, uh, or she could not have or get pregnant, and so for God to speak to Abraham. In that manner, his wife could not have any children. So it was hard um, for him to understand. But when you are spoken to in that area of hope, especially when you don't have any more hope left, God would take that little hope that you have and speak to that small little hope that you still have in that area and bring a spark to it to believe him. And Abraham believed God so much that he took everything that he had and moved in that uh, the force of the word. And if you just kind of read through, and I want to maybe one day in the near future, kind of go through the story so you can see what happened and, and what he went through and what he experienced. It was hard for him because Abraham always went back to God like, Lord, still, are you going to bless me? And it was years Years before Abraham began to see um, the promises of God. Uh, but one thing that I love, uh, what the Bible speaks about Abraham, even in the midst of his wife being barren, even in the midst of his old age and all the ob obstacles and all the things that it that was against the word on the natural level. There are so many things in this life that we see that are that seem to be against what God has spoken. And it may have been as if if God uh, kind of spoke to you and say, hey, I'm going to bless you financially and you're living on the streets. I'm going to bless you financially and you living with your brother. Are you living with your sister? And it's like, what? And, and, and as if God said, I'm going to bless you with this and you're just not coming out of prison or whatever that may have may may be in your life that God says, I'm going to bless you. 
Uh, I'm going to um, open this door for you in the next year. And the doctors have given you three months to live. And it's like, God, how can you say these words to me when it seemed as if reality speak is speaking something different in my ears? And it's like, Lord, I hear your word, but I see uh, what's before me. What do I do with that? And the Bible says this about Abraham that I love the most. And I, I really don't want to spend uh, so much time in it because I do want to go back into it uh, with details and just kind of speak on the subject because, you know, I, I, I have experienced that uh, in the last maybe uh, months in my life concerning the promises that God has spoken to me. And this is what he says, Romans chapter four, verses 20. Romans chapter four and verse 20. I tell you what, let's go to 18. Let's go to 18. I'm, I may go up a little bit more. And it says, let's go to 18. Who against all hope, believe in hope that he might become the father of many nations. It's talking about Abraham. I think I want to go up. I really do. Uh, let's go to 16. It says, therefore, it is a faith that it might be by grace to the end of the promise might be sure to all the seed, not to that only, which is of the law, but that also, which is of faith of Abraham. He believed God at his word that you'll be the father of many nations who is the father of us all. That's what he says. 17 says, at is written, I have made thee a father of many nations. Before him whom he believed, even God, who quickened the dead and called those things which are not as though there were. And that's what God does. And that's what's so incredible about God. He sees what we don't. You talking about a God who lives outside of time, who knows the future, the presence, and also the past. He don't speak to anything that he cannot do. Mm hmm. And God can go into a, a situation that has no form and that's void and speak light to it. And there was light. And that's what God can do. Speak to a dead thing. And that's what he told Ezekiel. He said, Ezekiel, can these dry bones live? Ezekiel says, Lord, I tell you what, I don't know. It's not in my power, nor my strength, nor my might. But I tell you what, you know, God. You know, if these bones that I see uh, before me can live again, he says, well, Ezekiel, thank you for letting me know that I'm God and I'm sovereign. He says, now speak to the bones and then speak life to them and also breath into uh, the bodies. And so the Bible says, this is Romans chapter four, verse 17, it says, as it is written, I have made the father of many nations before whom he believed, even God who quickened the dead and called those things which are not as though there were, who against all hope believed in hope that he might become the father of many nations, according to which was spoken. Now he spoke to Abraham, says, I'm going to make you the father of many nations when he did not have any children. Then it says, so shall the so shall thy seed be. And being not weak in faith, this Abraham, being not weak in faith, he considered not his own body now dead when he was about 100 years old. Neither Sarah didness of Sarah's wounds. He was barren. Then I love 20. He says, and he staggered not at the promise of God through unbelief, but was strong in faith, giving glory to God. Not saying that he didn't go through any obstacles or issues, but he staggered not at what God said. 
but was strong in faith, giving glory to God and being fully persuaded that what he had promised, he was able to perform. And therefore, it was imputed unto him righteousness. And it says, and now it was not written for the sake of alone that it was imputed to him, uh, but also to whom he shall impute it. If we believe in him, that raised up Jesus, meaning God, our Lord from the dead. That if we believe in God, what he has spoken to our lives. That he told us that he will speak life to those dead situations. And we stagger not at the promise of God, but be fully persuaded that God who raised Jesus from the dead will be able to raise those things from the dead that we have lost hope in. And some of us still have a little bit of hope left in it. And I pray for you today that you stagger not at the promises of God, that he will come through for you. And I'm a liver witness. I am a liver witness that God is able to bring those dead things back to life for you. Even if it has not even happened, I still believe that he's able to do all things but fail. And the Bible says, I can do all things through Christ. That strengthened me. So I pray to you. I pray for you to hold on and to stay strong and allow God to be God of your life. Allow those things which are not to be as it was. God bless.